We want to go to the next level. Bring it. Bring it to the next level. Take us there, Scott. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are going to chat with you all about average wage. If you are in the Landscaping Business Owners Facebook group, you might have seen recently here, Scott put a post in there just asking people to put up a survey, I guess, you know, to answer with what your company's average wage is. And so if you want a copy of those very unofficial results, we'll have that all compiled and we'll have a link in the show notes. And so you can download that you want. Little asterisk here. This is a very unofficial survey. Very unofficial. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) We didn't have thousands of people answered. You know, we had a good amount of people answered. So we'll have it in there um, and we'll have it broken down probably like by state. Yeah, state and some countries. Country. Other countries in there as well. But. Yeah. So just if you want to see, because it's always nice to just kind of have tabs on what other people mm-hmm. are doing. The only other caveat I want to put in there, too, is I think a lot of people kind of maybe misunderstood it as like starting pay. Because a lot of people were answering like, oh, I start people out at 14, yeah. 15, 16, whatever it was. So some people just kind of answered with a starting rate. But regardless, we'll put it all together and we'll have a link so you guys can see that. Happy to share yeah. our very unofficial results. <laughs> and we understand there's other places you can go get these numbers. We understand that. I just kind of want to see what people in the group are doing. So Well, this is like actual people from this Facebook group. Yeah. I think sometimes if you get those big, huge surveys, it's like yeah. from all over the world. It can be- yeah. So I know the NALP has one. Well, it's like um, four hundred dollars. Yeah. So yeah. we'll give you our unofficial free one. <laughs> I think it's a Bureau of Labor Statistics. I think has another one. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. I'll put those results from what I find, at least from the women's online. I'm not going to buy the four hundred dollar book from no. uh, NLP now, right now. So, <laughs> but I'll, I'll put what I find from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which you can find online. I'll put in there what they list. for. Oh, we can maybe link to it with our results. I think it was like 14 something an hour is what they're saying for last year. Okay. But I'll I'll put that in there. So Yeah. Well, we figured we have that group. We might as well, hey, make our own very unofficial survey. That's right. Before we get too far into this, what exactly is average wage? So average wage is basically adding up all your employees. So Field employees. Yes, yes, exactly. No overhead employees. So none of your salespeople, owners could be partially in there. It could be. Um, for your field time, I yeah. guess, if you work out in the field still. There's a fine line. But basically, you're taking adding up, you know, your foreman and your workers or laborers underneath them. You're adding them all up and divide it out by however many of people. people you put yeah, in there. So it's the average. I mean, yeah. it's not, it's, it, it's this is simple. not hard math. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. So <laughs> yeah. if you're not understanding, that's what it is. And, you know, you can get kind of creative with this stuff. Like we talked about before, you can do crews and all this stuff. But it, well, let's fine. talk about that later. First, let's just talk about why this is important. Like, mm-hmm. why do you want to know? 
know this number. I, I think most often it's because you can use it in your estimating mm -hmm. process. Yeah, you need to know what your average wage is when you're figuring up your estimates. So it's so important there. But also I like to look at and see what the average pay is in my area. So if I'm looking to hire new people and I'm only looking at paying 15 bucks an hour, but a lot of people around me are paying 18 or $20 an hour, I kind of like to know where I need to you know, be at so I can get those good employees. If I'm constantly lower paying, then I may not. Yeah, that could be a factor, so. especially now because employees are, I mean, even some people even answered, they're like, I'm even a couple bucks more <laughs> an hour than, mm -hmm. you know, my neighboring companies and I'm still having trouble, but. Well, we, our family landscape business, we had to raise our average wage, like it's over 20 bucks an hour and yeah. just for general labor. So it's kind of crazy, but it's, it's what it is. Business it is, is what it yeah. is right now, I yeah, guess. So and why would you want to have this average wage in, when you're putting it together, your estimates, instead of just like listing out your people individually? Bill makes this and Bob makes this. I yeah. mean, you can, don't get me wrong, but at a certain point, it, it's a lot easier, especially when your business starts to grow and you start having 20 employees. You don't know if those people are always going to show up. You're going to have no calls, no shows at some point. So when you can kind of just do an average wage, you can put whoever in there to get the job accomplished. Because the average wage, it'll cover your costs. Yeah. You know, you're going to make some here and maybe lose a little bit. It averages out. It averages out overall. So Yeah, because you don't know who the exact people might be on mm -hmm. a given day for yeah, a group. Yeah, you know, things change. They get my held up at this job and I need to throw new people over here or whatever it is. So it's just an easier way to create those estimates. Okay, because this is where I wanted to talk about because you can get a little bit crafty with this. If you get in a bind and you maybe perhaps underbid a job. Perhaps. Perhaps. It has happened to mm -hmm. all of us. You can kind of tweak your numbers a little bit. I don't want to say that you don't do bad work and don't just send out like your B people. Yeah. But sometimes if the job is willing and those people can do the work, say you did mess up, you can just kind of tweak your labor rate for that job a little bit by maybe sending out not your highest paid foreman and then some of your newer employees that maybe perhaps make a little bit less. Yeah, I mean, man. I put a big fat asterisk with this because I have been on the receiving end of this. Like I have had contractors when I've been doing land management projects, I have had contractors send out, like I swear they sent out every new person they had and they did really horrible work and all that did was just make me mad. So please don't do that. But if you get yourself in a bind, you can play with your numbers a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff. And then you got to factor in like the time it's going to take. So there, there's a lot of factors you got to really look into when you start considering that. So, yes, because it may take longer than what you actually estimated with the new people. So, like I said, there, there's a lot of big. There's more that goes into yeah. it than that. So, so just, but just for those people that were thinking that, that are like, oh, why don't I just send yeah. out all my cheap yeah. guys? Yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, you can get into like adding more people to lower the rate, average wage. There's all kinds of things you can start to really think about and, and consider doing. So, yeah. But when but, you're estimating, when you're creating that estimate to give to the customer, generally you're going to use the average. Yeah. Wage. Well, and it helps you kind of come up with like off the top of your head things a little bit easier as well. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't need to have like a nailed down set in stone, if you're just like, oh, what's the labor going to be for this? You can kind of do some quick yeah, math off yeah, the top absolutely. of your head. And then we want to go to the next level of things you can do with the average wage. Bring it, bring it to the next level. Take so, us there, Scott. So <laughs> when you're doing your estimates and you're doing your average wage, we'll take, for example, the Moore's estimating system. That's the multiple overhead recovery system. That, that is a very Charles, commonly yeah, used Charles overhead. Charles Vandekoy was a big proponent of it. Yeah. And we'll use his example here. So in his average wage, he would add in a overtime factor. So because I do not know many landscapers that stick to a 40 hour work week. Correct. Yeah, most, most I'd say 50 is pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what you do is you basically add in a percentage to your average wage to help 
recover your overhead. So just to kind of give you a quick example, we'll just say for easy math here, we'll say $15 an hour for an average wage. And then we'll say they work 50 hours a week. So that's 10 hours extra overtime. So 10% of your time, Mm -hmm. 10% of your week is overtime. So your employees will be getting paid time and a half. Yeah. So $1.50 more basically when you take the 15 times the 10%. Yeah. So your $15 average wage is now up to 1650. Yeah. So now you're adding that. So like I said, it's taking a whole nother level, but you really honestly need to be recovering your overtime. If you're just considering average wage, because you're not adding in the overtime because you don't know. Yes. You should be doing this. So I, I really like that aspect of it. And then Charles Vanderkoy even goes another step further. He adds in what he calls um, the fudge factor. <laughs> You always got to have a little fudge factor. Yeah. So, and there's other terms, other things used like reality factor. I don't know. There's all kinds of different. Yeah. In our, in the million dollar Academy, we have spreadsheets with Mm -hmm. all of these estimating Mm -hmm. systems. I think we called it something else, but there's different things. So what this is, is adding another percentage to that total average wage to help recover for unproductive time. So like it rains and the guys are sitting in the truck or they forget the keys and somebody has to run and get the keys or they run out of gas or whatever. All of these things that just like happen. Like you get flat tires on the way there. I think he also talks about if you're using production hours, which you should when you're estimating. So if you're using production hours, you're not real confident that your numbers are good. Perhaps you're just getting started with production numbers. You may want to add a larger percentage to that. So Mm -hmm. you may add 15% to that. Right. I was just going to say. If you're, you know, you're pretty confident you've been using these numbers for a while for production hours maybe 5% or, you know, lower or whatever. Right. So there's a lot of different things in there you can add in. I think it's a good idea to add some kind of fudge factor in there. And you're doing it on this end versus adding more time on the job. So that way the guys don't see that, hey, we've added an extra 10 hours in this job. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, because you can do this, you can do it by adding more man hours in as Mm -hmm. well. But then, like you said, your guys will see like, oh, we've got more time Mm -hmm. added to this job. That might be more incentive for them to, I mean, I'm not saying they fiddle around, but sometimes no, they guys around. wouldn't do that. Never. No. <laughs> so, but the moral of the story is your $15 an hour average wage might end up being a little over 17 bucks an hour mm-hmm. by the time you add in overtime and a little bit of that fudge factor. Yeah, so like here in our example, we had the $15 an hour was our average wage. Mm-hmm. We added the 10% overtime factor, so that came to sixteen fifty. And we added another 5% for a fudge factor that came to what, 1733. 1733. So, yes. So, if you don't want to figure out all this math on your own, we do have all of these spreadsheets inside of our Million Dollar Academy that will do all of this math for you. So, we would like to make it as easy as possible. We try. We try. (laughs) Yes. Well, it can be a little bit like twist your brain up to try Mm -hmm. and think about the different overtime percentages and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, anyway, made it as easy as possible, put it in a spreadsheet. I don't know of many other, maybe there are, I don't know a whole lot of other um, software programs that actually incorporate this. They may just do a straight average wage, may add an overtime factor, but I don't know of any other that do. That's the fudge factor. I don't know. If there is, let us know. I'd love to see it. Yeah, drop it in the comments. We will see. So. Um, I think this, so I think that pretty well covers like what it is. So why were you interested in posting the survey now? Like, well, I think it's a thing to start to think about. We need to start looking at our budgets for next year. So you start understanding what you're going to be paying people. If you need to bump up a little bit of a pay for increase next year, you need to start looking at these numbers now so you can budget for next season. So I think it's uh, this 2021 upcoming correct. season. Correct. So I think it's important to start looking at that. That's why. And like I said, I just kind of want to see what everybody else is doing. You're just being a little bit nosy. I That's am. okay. I am. 
Nosey's good. So, <laughs> but like we said, we'll put that all in the show notes for you. So if you want to nose around and see what everybody was doing, we'll have that along with some of those uh, links to the more official yeah, ones that NLP you said. And yeah. It's a book. I know you have to purchase it. It's cheaper for members. So if you are an ALP, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but it was like $400 for non-members. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty pricey. So. Yeah. And the Bureau of Labor, I think that's what it's called. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Yeah. It's a free website. So it's a pretty big report. There's all kinds of different levels on that. So I'll try to find the one that kind of fits as far as general labor and, and foreman. So, okay. and I'll add those in there. So Sounds you can good. see. Well, so. hopefully this kind of explained our average mm-hmm. wage to you. I'd say yeah. the biggest benefit of it is, like we said, just putting it together, your estimates and mm-hmm. just having that kind of like averaged out number. So you don't have to go through and hunt and peck and try to put yeah. everybody together. Yeah. It's, it's always good to know that numbers when you're doing your estimates, so you know, like, um, $17.33 is my average wage or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you have an idea what to incorporate in your bid. So, right. Especially if you've got to just do a little add on project to something when you're out there and you need to add a, do a create a change order, you can add it, do your math really quick. So, all right. Uh, if anybody has any questions about average wage, just pop them in the comments and mm-hmm. we can try to, it's hard to explain things that involve numbers without like, yeah, I guess we had a whiteboard here. We could have done. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think, I didn't about, think about that. that no. Well, but it's a, but this is a podcast episode as well. And so yeah. people can't see, so yeah. we'd have to talk about them anyway. So, all right, before we uh, wrap this up, I have got some interview questions here for Scott from oh. our pod decks. Oh boy. All right. Number one, what is the favorite thing you've bought this year? Okay. This year is newly started it is january so we'll just say in the past like 12 months probably my drone your racing drone okay that's i didn't know if you were referring to a racing i guess you didn't buy one that takes like pictures that was our son yeah well nick did our son did so but your racing drone that's pretty fun it is the trees maybe aren't quite as happy with you because you slap them around a bit but perhaps Mm -hmm. perhaps it's a little different you're getting better (laughs) (laughs) all right what is something that you like that most people don't i don't know like Food wise, I guess like broccoli. You don't like broccoli or something like that. Well, a lot of people like broccoli. I I don't know if I'm in the minority that I don't. Um, I was thinking food though too. Like you eat chicken innards and like liverwurst. A lot of people don't care to eat innards. People don't eat those things. Well, you grew up eating them. Your mom yeah. puts the innards in everything. So yeah. and like liver sausage. That's something I that you eat. Normal. It is in your family. <laughs> <laughs> it is in parts of mine. Yeah. Uh, my mom eats all that, but it's supposed to be good for you. Organ meat yeah. is supposed to be really good for you. So it's not a bad thing. It's just people it's might different. find it a little cringy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Last one. You have $100,000. You have to donate or create a charity. What do you do? You donate it or create a charity? Right. Create a charity. Ooh, for what? I'd do something animal related or I'd probably do something for the fire department. Something along those lines. Yeah. Help out the fire department. So. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. They're real, real deep with Scott there. I felt like I was answering your questions for you. That's what happens when you have a married yeah, couple. Tired, so. Yeah. Well, and I tend to talk over you. So, <laughs> all, right. all right. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. And have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. 